Welcome to a paranormal show unlike any other. The Ghost Helpers Show with your guides, Tina Irwin and Laura Van Tyne. Where the paranormal is more normal than you think. We are seasoned psychics who once led normal, everyday lives just like you. Until the paranormal world refused to be ignored any longer. We have listened to countless dead tell their stories and we are sharing that knowledge with you. Join us each week as we take a piece of the paranormal and explain how it works using true ghost stories, the tales that the dead have told us. Our intention is to offer new insights and understandings of the paranormal pandemonium which surrounds that mystical fourth dimension and how it impacts our normal everyday lives. The Ghost Helper Show with Laura and Tina, teaching the living to help the dead, starts now. Welcome everyone to Ghost Helpers. I'm Tina Irwin and I'm here with my cohort, Laura Van Tyne, my partner in the paranormal. <laughs> partner in something. <laughs> and we teach the living to help the dead, which is one of our big, big things. And we want to thank you for joining us today, where we discuss the simple fact that the paranormal is far more normal than we think. Paranormal stuff happens every single day. It does. And, you know, I've got a little bit of a cold this week. Actually, before I start with my little bit of a cold, I want to thank Karina from Paranormal Ghost Hauntings on Facebook for um, showing our our broadcast. So we thank you guys so much for that. But I have a little bit of a cold because if you look at the metaphysics behind colds, colds mean grief. Recent grief. Recent grief. And after last week's show on suicide, I got bombarded by so many dead. Yeah. And it's kind and their sadnesses and we crossed them all over, but it took a while. It did take a while. And we're grateful for that opportunity to help them, but it left me with a little bit of a residual cold because it takes a lot of energy and a lot of stamina. And sometimes you hear these stories that are just beyond horrible and helping them is the most compassionate thing we can do. We don't hunt them for that reason. They need our help. And we wanted to point out, I saw a statistic today, that worldwide 800,000 people take their own lives every year, and that the second leading cause of death among people the, of the ages 15 to 29, the second leading cause of death is suicide. And this is a, this is a really big deal. When we're looking at the military, they're experiencing 20 suicides a day. And the military suicide call center gets 3.5 million phone calls a year from, from people who are experiencing suicidal ideation. One call center alone, I don't even know where this is, gets 1,700 calls a day. This is, these are some This is really, a problem. This is a huge issue. And that's why today's show is all about what happens to someone after they've taken their own lives and what can each of us do what to help? is the soul's journey once they have committed that act of suicide and i want to point out uh to people who have post-traumatic stress disorder whether you're military or civilian you've been attacked or raped or sexually abused or you're in a war zone it doesn't matter what your trauma is i wanted to share really quickly here that there was a 60 minutes piece where they did an investigation into something called a stellate ganglion block. And they are, they've known about this for 10 years. I, I'm not a fan of military medicine. I'm going to say it up front. It's not politically correct. I don't care. Because you're <laughs> always so politically correct. Yes. Well, I'm not really. My point is that the that military's known about this for 10 years. And that's been tested and tested. It's the simplest thing. It's it's a 10-minute procedure. And it's as if somebody just wakes up and you turn off this trauma echoing bell. When someone has a trauma, it keeps echoing like it ricochets throughout the brain over and over and over. This block stops that echo so that the person can take a healing path far more effectively it allows you to think clearly it allows you to be a little bit more reasonable and rational and it stops those things that are chronically constantly bothering you and it, it was on there's a great show on 60 minutes 
Stellate ganglion block. Google that, you know, go to YouTube and type in 60 minutes stellate ganglion block and check it out for yourself. If you're suffering from any form of PTSD and it doesn't have to be military based PTSD. Oh, not at all. Not at all. All right. Enough about that. Um, let's talk about what happens when someone dies. And Laura, you and I have both heard people tell us you know, we've both heard the dead make some of these interesting statements. And, you know, I got, <laughs> I'm watching my dog one Saturday night because my life is so exciting. And well, actually, my dog loves to be a dirty dog. So he gets a lot of baths and he hates them. In fact, um, if you are listening to the show and you're not watching it, I will post a picture of my silly dog after a bath looking at me like he's going to kill me <laughs> or her. <Not> no. <laughs> Anyways, um, I'm washing my dog and I get this phone call from a complete stranger in another part of the country. And the first words out of her mouth was, I heard you can help me, but I'm not supposed to talk to people like you because if I do, I can go to hell. And I thought, <laughs> what a great entree, right? How do you, you know, great way to start a conversation. I'm like, okay, so this is my Saturday night is no longer a boring washing the dog Saturday night. And I said, what do you mean you'll go to hell? And she says, well, my faith believes that people like you who talk to the dead are of the devil. And my brother committed suicide and he's, his ghost, his soul, is his spirit is what she called it. And we don't use the word spirit because it's not very defining. It's very vague. It's like you go to the zoo and look at the mammals. Well, what are you talking about? A ghost is a soul who's left their physical body. Her brother's soul was in her house, but he's no longer in a physical body. And I said, why is it that you think that a, your brother is still there with you and B that you're going to go to hell for talking to me. And this was her religious faith was preaching this now, but her father, her father is a preacher <laughs> or was a preacher. And so she grew up in this church and this is in the deep South in the United States. And as I'm talking to her, she is so relieved that somebody, she can talk to somebody about her brother because she doesn't know what to do for him. And she was telling me that the troubled, horrible life he had starting at the age of five, when a couple of uncles had raped him. And this is critical because rape is a family pattern doesn't matter your religion. It's just a family pattern. Religion's irrelevant in this case. Abuse is abuse no matter, you know, what. In the name of God, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's still abuse. His soul was fractured at the ripe old age of five years old. And he could never overcome that. He became involved in, with drugs and always had depression issues. And from what it sounded like, according to her, her, the sister, the woman I'm talking to, that rape in the family just got pushed under the rug. So those perpetrators, first of all, were free to rape other people. I guarantee you this young man Wasn't the last. was not the first or the last. Yeah. And because the family pattern was to rape and put it under the rug so no one could talk about it, see it, feel it, it doesn't exist, is a problem. It causes things like suicide and suicide ideation. He never had his voice in this life. He turned to drugs. And as his soul is fractured, these dark entities and these dark beings can come at him very easily. And it's something that, and we'll talk about this more in a future show, we all have an auric field, a force field around us, ideally. When you so experience severe trauma, your auric field looks like Swiss cheese. And Tina and I have seen this in people before. The goal is, is to help them. This is why Tina mentioned that stellate ganglion block, because it helps with that. So as I'm talking to her and she's telling me about these horrors that her brother has experienced in life, he kills himself. To escape this emotional torture. The emotional torture, but also those beings that are haunting him. Because we are, we all have a spiritual team. What side does our team play for? 
And if you have been chronically abused as a little boy, it's really hard to fight these dark beings because those beings that were perpetrated by the living molesters are now attached to him and getting those aca cords or those separations is really hard. And the, he may have been, I mean, we know that the dead are always sorry for especially taking their own life. He thought he could escape the horror he was experiencing in life. And that's the issue. And we're going to come back to this because we're going to finish the story. It has such a huge message about what happens to a soul's journey. You are listening to Ghost Helpers on Transformation Talk Radio. And if you get a chance, please check out our sponsors, theoillounge.com. They are full of all kinds of great information. And with that, we will be right back. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Join the new earth on the Cornelia Stephanie show. Tune in each month as Cornelia takes listeners on an odyssey of higher consciousness to inspire, educate, and empower. Cornelia Stephanie is a spiritual teacher, passionate speaker, published author, and founder of the Empower Network. Cornelia guides people on the path of self-healing, peace, and liberation. For more information, go to CorneliaStephanie.com. People often ask, what does it mean to thrive? On Thrive by Gen Radio, it means body confidence, mind fulfillment, and soul synchronicity. Create synchronicity with God and learn as Jen shares action steps and real stories that will inspire you to be unstoppable in fulfilling your purpose. Tune in live each Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit JenniferZellup.com to thrive with Jen. We remember a time when you could simply form a thought and it would manifest. The harmony was forgotten, but it is returning now. The Power of Inspiration and Awakening Radio with Julia Griffin on TransformationTalkRadio.com each second and fourth Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific will take you on adventures through the heart and spirit exploring who we once were. This intuitive healer studied under the guidance of wolves, learning from their wisdom to master a higher frequency for a new state of mind. Visit OneTrueSelf.com. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Welcome back to Ghost Helpers. Laura was just explaining this very interesting story while she was washing her dog about a woman who called and explained that she was told that if she talked to someone like Laura, that she was going to go to hell and that there was no such things as ghosts, but her brother committed suicide and she knew he was right there. And could Laura do anything to help her? So take and it away. Her big concern was she loved her brother. They've been told if you commit suicide, you go to hell. And so now her ghost brother is living with her and she doesn't know what to do with him, which is why she calls me. And so I explained to her that this is not the work of the devil. The idea is compassion, love, Actually, and service. Actually, the sexual abuse was the work of the devil. That was the work of the devil, yes. And, you know, then he had about with drugs and all of this other stuff. He's had a really troubled life and he thought if he killed himself, he could escape it. But what happened was, as I'm working with her, we he comes in and you know we work together so she can actually have a conversation with him 
and she and we find out that what tortured him in life, those harassing beings, those dark entities are torturing him in death, and he doesn't know what to do to escape them. This is a problem. He thought if he killed himself, he could escape this. And the reality is, until you cross over into the heaven world, go home, they will continue to harass you for an eternity. And no soul needs that. He was also very reluctant to, to go to crossover because he was told he was a sinner and he's going to hell for what he did, which is really sad. So even if the light show, if he, even if he's able to see the light, he isn't going to feel worthy. And all he sees is this dark city cloud around him. And, and these harasser beings. Plus these harasser beings and he's hanging around the family. And this is why people say it's, you know, is suicide contagious because he's hanging around, meaning he's, he's with his sister because he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't know where to go. It's and the, she doesn't know what's her grief or his grief. That's exactly right. And so how did you finish helping her? So we cross him over and we bring in some angels and they're both, you know, she's sobbing and the brother is sobbing and grateful. He didn't think he was worthy. We cross him over and here's the irony. We cross him over and more ghosts show up in her living room. It was her preacher father and a bunch of congregation. So the preacher father who is hell and brimstone fire and all of this stuff did not cross over, even though he's preaching the word of God in his mind, what is his mind somehow or another, he didn't cross over either. And he had several congregation members with him as well. And when we crossed him over, she was able to talk to her father again, one last time. Once you cross over that, opportunity ceases because they are crossed over she got to hear from him some apologies and how he couldn't believe how wrong he had been now this again is a family pattern in certain certain families follow the same religious doctrine lifetime after lifetime after lifetime this is their family pattern you're born in sin you die in sin so if you're born in sin, you die in sin. Do you ever cross over? And the answer is not really. No, because you're never going to feel worthy. That's to me, one of the biggest problems of all. And so when you can, you know, she did, she bucked up her courage. It was she, a huge courageous moment for her to call me. It was hugely courageous to buck a lifetime of religious doctrine to call a psychic and say, help me with my ghostly brother because of the, because his her preacher dad would have said there's no such things as ghosts or if they're a ghost they're actually in hell and they deserve to be there and the truth is that god is a whole lot more compassionate than that thank goodness right and there's no judgment so when whether it's laura or i crossing someone over we're not sitting in a place of prejudice or judgment we don't really care what your religion is there's no religion in the afterlife and we I know don't that's care. a big shock but there isn't what you've done in life or what kind of person you are. The fact is, is when you leave this mortal body, you need to go home because if you linger as a ghost, your soul energy, what is you starts to deteriorate. And what happened was as he's crossed over his wounds heal, he gets spiritual counseling. So this is understanding what happens to a soul after they have taken their own life. If you can cross them over and they get, to sit down with somebody called a counselor of divine wisdom and they review the life just lived. It's like in the military, we call it a lessons learned. Okay. So you had this life and blah, 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 blah. You could have made this choice, but look at what happened to you and, and you did the best you could. It's not a judgment. You're not sitting in front of these, you know, mighty, horrible, terrifying gods. You're sitting in front of, you know, it's just a, actually it's a regular table and they <laughs> sit down and they say, okay, you lived this life and let's look at your life. Look at the decisions you made. 
you know, let's do a review together. It's so kind and it's, it's so compassionate. That is what happens when we cross over and when we don't cross over, we impact the living and we are offering, we have a course online. If you go to ghosthelpers.com and go to um, the courses page and click on the tab that healing the grief of suicide. If you have a loved one who's crossed over, the course is only $10 and it costs us money to host it. It's not like we're making a boatload of money off of this. It's a spiritual service. You can take that course for $10 and cross over your loved one. It's the spiritual compassion that you would want for yourself and your loved one. It's a huge deal. All right. So let's shift this just slightly. All right. I, I learned to remote view in the 90s. And what is remote viewing, Tina? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> remote viewing uh, is, is a process whereby you can project your consciousness literally to any spot on earth and or not on earth. No, just stick to earth. And then you can project back through time. If you're a little more sophisticated, you can go back through what are called stacks of time. And I don't need to get too complicated with this, but I realized that when you can, and some children can do this, mm -hmm. when you can quote remote view, it's also called psychic vision. And this is real. The Soviet, when it was Soviet Union, their KGB, their uh, CIA equivalent. Governments have remote viewers. Governments have remote viewers, and it's been around a long time, and we'll do a show about remote viewing. But for, for now, once I learned to remote view, and it's like I could see through walls and doors, it's like, oh, my gosh. Now Can what? Can you see my dirty laundry? No. Okay. I can't. I can't see the <laughs> dust on your shelves or anything. And or my of, dirty dog, excuse me. Not your dirty dog. Uh, but what I saw the very first time were three people who had found me somehow. They're in my living room. And, and they're they, dead. And they're dead. Okay. And they had they had each hung themselves, two men and a woman, uh, two men and a woman. And and you could still see this noose around their neck. And I I'm I'm a little shocked. Ironically though, I wasn't afraid. All I could feel was their intense despair. And you're looking at someone who's so sad. They're not being threatening and scary. They're just, can you help us? We're so sad. We're so sorry we did this. We didn't know what else to do. The trauma, the drama, the pain, the darkness. When someone is this depressed, they don't see in color. I don't think people realize that. Yeah. All they see is this sooty darkness. The world looks gray to them. And they asked me if I could help them. And I'm new at this. <laughs> it's not like you go to a school and learn this. Right. Uh, and they, you know, they tell you what the laws are. There's a lot of spiritual law that's attached to remote viewing. And I, I, I called in an angel because I didn't know what else to do. And then I called in a whole bunch more and they showed up right on time. And, and I said, can you take them where they need to go? And the angel just, you know signed right off and took them away and the military people, angel huh just kidding military <laughs> angel and they just kept saying thank you thank you thank you we're so grateful we didn't know what to do i the gratitude that they send your way when you cross someone over is immense and amazing i had uh i was a speaker at the edgar casey center the association for research and enlightenment in which is at the beach in virginia beach virginia and I was, you know, we were talking about death and grieving and this woman pops up and she says she was living. She was an alive person. Okay. And she pointed out that she had tried to kill herself five times. And she said there wouldn't have mattered anything my friends and family would have done to help me. I was determined. And I said, so after the fifth time, what changed? And she said, I just realized that I'm not supposed to die today and I need to do something different. And so I wanted to come here and tell the families that it wouldn't matter what they did, that my determination was so great. It's just that I didn't die and so many of their relatives well, did. And that, you know, karma never wasting energy. That's a huge spiritual service she offered at that engagement. She was very courageous and forthright about it. And I was, I was very 
impressed. And I asked her to come up to the stage and talk to the, the I think we had 100 people there that day and share that it wasn't their fault. They could take this dark cloak of guilt off their plate because that means that when the living family members eventually die, their guilt at the suicide of a loved one causes them to not want to cross over or not feel worthy feeling they have failed. It is an echo effect. Suicide doesn't just stop with that act. It and just keeps going. We, we go into that, into that, we go into that with the course healing the grief of suicide ghosthelpers.com healing the grief of suicide we talk about what the living experience what the dead experience and how by helping the dead cross over you're helping yourself and your family and their extended loved ones and we're going to go to break in a minute but please check out our sponsor the oillounge.com you are listening to ghost helpers on transformation talk radio and with that, we will be back shortly. Are you ready to branch out? Take a leap of faith. Then tune in to Get Rooted Radio with Erica Gifford-Mills on TransformationTalkRadio.com every second and fourth Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific to equip, empower, and enlighten yourself. Erica will energize and excite you to power up your passionate dream that sets your soul on fire. So... Get fearlessly ready and get powerfully rooted in your yes to live it up, love it up, and let it go to ignite the life you deserve. Visit GetRootedRadio.com and tune in. Are you searching? searching? Looking for a sign? A message you need to hear from the great unknown, from the most mysterious place that is the most familiar to your soul in the depths of who you are. The universe puts someone here to talk to, someone God gave a blessing to that you may find insight with theangellady.net 1-800-323-1790 tune in to the truth is funny with colette stefan each wednesday at 8 a.m pacific 11 a.m eastern on transformationtalkradio.com this hit show will have you thinking outside the box and riding the wave of infinite potential. Join Colette on the Higher Self Network, inspiring listeners to shine their brilliance and ensure success while roaring with laughter as they recognize the humor of the giant cosmic joke. Visit thetruthisfunny.com. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Sometimes being human has its challenges. Our physical health falters, our spirits sag, our dreams don't immediately come to fruition. Welcome to the power of Maximum Medicine Radio. Join me, Doc Martin, in conversations that will blow your mind about healing. In our hit show, Doc Martin addresses the scientific with bridging to the mystical approaches to give you a new narrative about Maximum Medicine. In this live call-in show, we will journey into the extraordinary genius of the human body and talk about other beliefs that impact being your multidimensional self. We seek the seen and the unseen and explore the earthbound and the otherworldly, all with the purpose of calling forth the maximum you. To learn more about Doc Martin and Maximum Medicine, visit www.SharonMartinMD.com. Welcome back to Ghost Helpers, where the paranormal is more normal than you think. We're talking about the ramifications of a soul's journey after they commit suicide. And part of this is also becomes the concept of reincarnation, the fact that we do live more than one lifetime on this planet. We spend more time outside of a mortal body than in one, and we incarnate here for the experiences our soul needs and the lessons our soul needs. But there's an interesting story, Tina, I want you to share with your, a client that you had a few years ago, because I think this is a great illustration, illustration of the importance of 
learning a lesson and crossing over and what happens to us all. Okay. Several years ago, I had a client who contacted me because her husband was addicted to video games and he was in the Navy and these video games were just driving her crazy. And so she was divorcing him and she wanted to understand, you know, emotionally what was happening. So we worked for quite a while and she went through the divorce and it worked out very well. And she's in, she was a professional woman. And so she had her own income. So they separated, divorced, and it was all right. So I didn't hear from her for a while. And, um, uh, However, while we had been working together, we had done several past life regressions. And she wanted to understand what was her past life with, with this husband. And I don't have any idea. And I don't just walk up to you and say, oh, your past life was. <laughs> That's a violation of spiritual law. It is because yeah. you poison the well. The person will never know what's true after that. And I never know when I'm doing a regression with someone, what I'm going to find. I don't have a clue. So I don't you know, project my thought, oh, you must have been, don't know, don't care. So we go back and we, we go back several lifetimes. And in each of the lifetimes, we end up at her moment of death or a, a moment when there's an enormous trauma happening to her. In one lifetime, her, her son died. I think he was four or five and it was some sort of an accident. And his death was so traumatic for her and her grief was towering that within a week, she had taken her own life in that past lifetime. And that was really traumatic. And we talked about that. And so it was, it was really, really tough. So she comes back for the next week. She said, I, I feel like I need to go back again. I'm sorry. I'm moving my hands too yes, much. I'm, I'm holding your hands. I don't know if the cameras can see that. Okay. <laughs> duct tape next week woman okay <laughs> so we do another regression and in this regression she is super close to her dad and in that life he was killed in a hunting accident and she was so horrified at this that she took her own life in that life we come back a third week do another regression and in this regression her husband who was the love and the light of her life is killed at sea and she within hours she takes her own life because she can't face the grief and so I said um we're seeing a pattern here and and what we realized was that in each lifetime it's the same soul one life it was her son another life it was her dad another life it was her husband each lifetime that soul dies well and we incarnate here in our family groups Yes. And the players may play a different role, right? To help you to grow. Mm -hmm. And sometimes one of the hardest lessons in life is learning to work through the death of a loved one. Could be a mom, dad, sibling, child, child spouse, could be anything. And so um, she feels like she's learned a great deal. And she, she says, you know, I haven't had that happen this life. So it was, was she said, all right, well, I'm, I'm okay. So we stopped working for a while. And then she was doing a lot of traveling and on a plane, she met this really cool pilot. And he was a uh, military pilot. And man, they just hit it off. It was like she had always known him. And they dated and uh, I worked with her a couple times during that and she's going on and on. She's just nuts about this guy. She didn't feel like that at all with her first husband quite the drama and just crazy about this guy and he is with her and she's part of this military community and oh my gosh she's glowing she's so happy and they're engaged and it's a it's a just a delightful situation and so one afternoon watching tv and they said oh you know a military pilot there was a crash of a plane way out near the yuma proving range in arizona and i went Oh my God, I know who that is. I know who died. I could feel it. I didn't even have to wait for the phone call. And so it was her fiance who died. And they didn't even name the pilot. They didn't even give his name. And I called her and I said, I'm just verifying, was that him? And she said, yes, they are already contacting me. And I said, let's 
let's work. And she said, okay. So we talked and we worked through it a little bit and the grief hit her. It was the, it was the grief of life after life after life. He came back and she has to learn the lesson this lifetime of handling the grief of his, this soul's death. And she actually, at some point went to the crash site and she actually saw his ghost and he said, you must heal this. And now I'm out of here. And the military community was really close to her. They really helped her. And she and I worked a little bit and, and you crossed him over. I crossed him over. And, and so what happened after that was I said, please keep telling me how you're doing. And she said, the grief is crushing. You don't understand. And I said, it doesn't matter whether I understand or not. You must live through this grief. So I didn't hear from her for months. And then one day, the most astounding thing happened. I get a wedding invitation in the mail. And I couldn't believe it was her wedding invitation. She's getting married to another military pilot. And I called her and I said, you know, I don't know your friends. I don't know anyone there. Are you sure you want me to come? And she said, you have to come because you're the only person on earth who knows what this means as far as my own spiritual progress is concerned. Because I lived an entire year after my beloved's death. And I said, do you love this man you're going to marry? And she said, I love him it isn't the same. And I said, you know, maybe it's not going to be the same. This means that you have chosen, of course, I hit the thing again. Miss Fidgeted. <laughs> you have chosen the hardest path of all, which is life after the death of someone you dearly love. He didn't take his own life. And in this lifetime, you are not going to take your own life either. She said, I know. So I went to her wedding. I took my youngest son as my escort because my husband was at sea. What yeah. a concept. And she took me aside and she said, I'm happy today. And I didn't think I could ever get this far in my own soul growth. And she, I, she is still living. She's still growing she still misses the one who died. And this is a fascinating view to understand that this soul wasn't, people are going to say, well, they kept punishing her because that person died. No, 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 no. Karma wants to know that you got the lesson. And I said, you're living a whole life means that you will have earned a whole life, this life, you will have earned a whole life in your next incarnation and very probably you'll get to see him your truly beloved again and you might be surprised that you're so proud of yourself that you have grown and transcended staggering grief from these lifetimes so this is in, in a book we have out called soul evolution past lives and karmic ties we talk about that the soul is evolving and sometimes your soul purpose, your only purpose is to stay alive through the traumas that life gives you. And the really truly important point of the story is that God doesn't punish us. God doesn't punish someone after they have taken their own life. What we get to learn from it is critically important. And had she crossed over in those previous lives, which she didn't, she came back with that same crushing grief living within her. She was born with it. She basically was yeah. born with that karmic Akashic record memory. And we, we think, oh, babies are born with a blank slate. They're so innocent. No, They're babies not. are born with karma and everybody comes in with a bag of karma. And sometimes it's a cute little Kate Spade purse. And sometimes it's, you know, a freight train of karma. And the issue here is that when a soul is crossed over and they get divine guidance, no matter their method of death, 
it enables them to grow. So this life, she knows she's going to have to cross over when it's her time to die. And very probably this guy will meet her and imagine sitting down together and reviewing how many powerful things that she and he have learned. And imagine how hard it was for him to leave, to leave her. He would have loved a whole life with her. He did truly love her. So whether someone takes their own life because of post-traumatic stress disorder or crushing grief or being attacked or having something else happen, karma is never going to waste energy. There will always be incredibly powerful lessons. And, and with that, we're going to take a break. Please check out the oillounge.com. And if you have a loved one who's committed suicide, go to ghosthelpers.com, go to courses and sign up for that class. It's only $10. It covers the fees to host it. It is literally saving a soul. And with that, we'll be right back. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. Do you know how powerful your thoughts and beliefs are in determining your experience of your life? Is it really true that simply by changing some of the words you use in your day-to-day language that you can change your life? I'm Megan Edge. Join me on Playing on the Edge Radical Change with Ease with my co-host Dr. Pat on Transformation Talk Radio. I look forward to seeing you there. To find out more about Megan Edge, visit her website at meganedge.ca. Are you willing to challenge everything you've been taught about life and death? Join Angie Corbett Kuyper on her hit show, Beyond Grief Radio. Redefining loss and grief as Angie shares through choice, present moment awareness, and keeping an open mind that creating anything is possible, even in death. Tune in every Wednesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information or to listen to past shows, visit AngieCorbettKuyper.com. It's time to get your life back on Burn Bright Today with Jennifer Marcinelli. Tune in each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Learn to move from the darkness of burning out to the light of burning bright. Jennifer is redefining stress and the energetic causes of burnout, shining a light on process to get your life back. For more information about Jennifer and her work, visit BurnBrightToday.com. Welcome back to Ghost Helpers. I'm Tina Irwin. We want to take this last little bit here to review the bidding so that we can make sure that these incredibly important points are well understood. What we want to point out is that can you begin to imagine the healing you can experience if you can understand why someone would take their own life? You can't imagine the darkness they felt. You can't begin to wrap your brain around their hopeless feeling. Some of them have huge anger and rage, and it drew, literally drove them to commit a violent act against themselves. Some people commit a violent act against themselves and others. When you have that much rage or darkness inside of you, just saying, you know, if I could only have helped them, not going to make a difference. 
it's important for you to understand that understanding that God does not punish someone who takes their own life. It's not a judgment issue. There's no judgment. There's no prejudice. When you cross them over, you reduce the karmic burden that the dead person has is creating because they're no longer harming the living. Because when they're like this, literally haunting you, they are reducing the frequency of a living person and causing them to have additional problems. You can't tell what's your grief and what's there. Right. And I, I'm going to put this out there and I, I'm not going to win the popularity contest by saying this, but when somebody takes their own lives, when they die by suicide, they do not cross over. Their depression is so great. It's like they're in a huge fog bank and you can't even see your, your hand in front of your face. So if they know to go to the light, they're not going to see the light. This is why it's so important to cross over your loved ones who have committed suicide. Never, ever assume that they have crossed over. Please work on crossing them over so they can get the soul restoration and divine guidance they need when they go, literally go home or to the heaven world. And what it does for that soul who was tortured in life and is now in tortured in death is they now have access to those things that Tina was talking about, uh, divine counseling and help healing for their soul. It also helps the living when they cross over because of their grief. What's my grief? What's their grief? This is why in last week's show, we did a part one on suicide. I talked about a, a woman who had 17 family members commit suicide. It was their family pattern, much like that preacher family's family pattern also had a hidden family pattern of rape and abuse of small children. When we cross them over, those family patterns get broken. All right. As we're talking about this, where can someone find the crossing over prayer for suicide? You can go to ghosthelpers.com and you can find these prayers there. You can take the online course for 10 bucks and get the, all the tools you need to help cross them over and to gain a deeper insight and understanding. Because when you address the dead, you help the living. And a lot of times, if you go to a house that's haunted or you have a psychic medium or somebody come over and, you know, clear your home or property, chances are they usually banish the ghosts or they send them off, but then they become someone else's problem and you're not helping that soul. And that is a huge problem. Also, if you have, are familiar with our books, Ghost Stories from the Ghost Point of View, those crossing over prayers are in the backs of that book. And we also have the Lightworkers Guide to Healing Grief, which also has those prayers. So we put them in as many places as we could because they make a huge difference. Okay. So some of, like we said, some of our very first ghostly connections were people who had taken their own lives, whether they were teenagers or men, women, it didn't really matter. So let's talk about what does crossing someone over do for the family? Well, it's your last act for that family member. It is your last compassionate, loving act. And I in this lifetime, in this lifetime, yeah. and it will, it's going to help your grief more than you can imagine because you don't know how to separate because not because you're, it's a fault. It's just, how would you know how to separate your grief from the grief of the person who took their own life? It doesn't mean you stop missing your loved one, but it means that you can miss them in a different manner that's separated. So it's a little, I want to say almost a little elevated. So you have more clarity over your missing that loved one. And when you cross them over, it's something astounding. You know where they are because people say, yeah. well, you know, I like to think that doesn't mean, you know, when you cross them over and you bring in those enormous angels and they embrace that soul. And the course talks about how to do that. That's right. 
when that happens, then you know where they are. And you will, you might be surprised at the amount of gratitude you start to feel from them, and even from the heaven world. And never assume that a loved one has crossed over. Use the benefit of the doubt. I mean, it's better to be safe than sorry. Oh, absolutely. And when you cross them over, you know they're no longer cold because the dead are always cold. They're not suffering anymore. They're not being tormented by these little dark things. And I'm going to stop you with the little dark things because evil exists and every holy text talks about evil existing, these dark beings. When you cross your loved one over, crossing them over puts them in a high frequency location. So these dark beings no longer have access to torture your loved one. And the course is going to help you understand the sort of a little bit more about the process of crossing them over. And I know people say, well, you know, I'm just afraid. I just don't think I can do that. You know, if somebody were drowning, you would at least send them, you would at least try to get a life preserver or put a pole out or, or call a, someone, call or... someone, or you would be a good person and help them. This isn't any different. If you saw a little child lost in the streets, would you want to help them? And it's if the, the answer same... to that is yes, it doesn't yeah. matter whether it's a, you know, a child ghost or an adult ghost. The goal is the service of the dead, helping them in every way you possibly it's can. It's about helping the soul. It's all about the soul. I had a, a client many years ago who was a very conscientious sister and her sister had taken her own life. She deliberately took a drug overdose and she's, and I said, let's cross your sister over. We can do this together. She said, no, no, I, I can't, I can't. I'm guilty and I, I need to be punished and I need to keep her with me. And I mean, she was just really freaking out over this. You as a living person do not need to be punished. Your loved one does not need to be punished. This isn't about punishment. Take that word and throw it out. Yes, absolutely. And when you cross them over, you might be preventing a whole bunch of other suicides. Yep. Imagine that you could stop that. You could just turn that switch by crossing them over and they don't cause somebody else to now think that it's okay to commit suicide or, you know, you can have the courage to do it. It's not about courage. It's about helping the dead. And that's one of the most powerful things we can do. Okay. All right. So we want to thank you for listening. And next week, we're going to talk about psychic children. And these are the things that, you know, the paranormal is more normal than you think. I'm, I'm, you know, living a normal life. And all of a sudden my kid wakes up psychic. What do you do with that? So we're going to talk about if you know of a kid who is sensitive or psychic and being sensitive is a form of psychic ability. We're going to be discussing some of those factors and what you can do as the adult in charge to help that person. Or finding help. Or finding I mean, help. That, because this, this episode is really the, how hard it has been to find help. To find help that's safe. There's so much help out there that uh, frankly is not safe. So with that, we want to thank theoillounge.com for sponsoring the show. Please do not forget to check out Healing the Grief of Suicide course on ghosthelpers.com. And I will be posting a picture of Murphy, my, my clean dog, who's mad at me on our Instagram at ghost underscore helpers. And thank you for listening to the Ghost Helpers show and Transformation Talk Radio. And thanks to Kat and Benny for producing the show. We will see you next week.